you're listening to the high upside show a podcast that allows people like you and me to invest our money in a more entertaining way my name is keen arrivals i'm a photographer by the day but i make most of my money by flipping cards in this show i'll be sitting down with you and sharing my best practices you'll learn my process the lessons i've learned and more importantly who you should be buying what's up guys and welcome back to the high upside show it's your host keen arrivals I know a lot of you are probably shocked right now. You got a notification, you're, you're getting a newsletter about a new podcast. Look, I think moving forward, I'm going to start uploading on like Wednesdays or Thursdays. I haven't really picked the day yet, but yeah, I just talk to you guys a lot. I have a lot of things to say, and sometimes waiting a week is just not good for me. It takes too long. I have like a backlog of podcasts that I want to record, and with the market kind of picking back up and just moving at such a fast pace. I feel like the podcast needs to do the same thing. So yeah, you guys are going to be getting two episodes a week. I hope you're excited because I'm pretty excited to put them out. Now, despite all this excitement, today's podcast is going to be a little bit on the negative side. I've been talking to you guys a lot. I got so many DMs because of the Ben Simmons debacle. You know, the car went up like as soon as the podcast dropped. I think one card even hit like $100, which is insane. Uh, You know, I, I quoted the card at the Best Buy under 50 bucks. So to see it hit... $100 $100 in less than 24 hours is just complete madness. You know, if you got in on that card, if you sold your card, you could have doubled your money. Uh, they kind of fell to like that $75, $80 range. So still a really nice gain for those of you who just picked them up. One of my like loyal listeners, he he probably listens to the podcast before anybody. He reached out to me and he was like, hey, I wasn't able to grab any of the Ben Simmons cards. What other investments are you looking at? What else can I buy? What else do you see moving upwards? The first thing I told him was, well, you need to sign up for the premium newsletter because that's where all that information's at. Not going to give that out for free. I do a lot of research, put a lot of work into these picks. If you sign up for the premium newsletter, chances are you would have got the Ben Simmons at around $30. But outside of that, we kind of talked about some things. And the first thing I wanted to know was, why didn't you get the Ben Simmons optic? You heard the podcast first. You're, You're one of the top listeners. There were so many on eBay available, buy nows, best offers. How did you end up missing out on that? And the answer he gave me was was like was like it was it was weird for me because like I've been in this game for so long, but he was like, I think optics ugly. I don't like how 2016, 17 optic looks. And on one hand, totally understand it. A look of a card does kind of play into whether it's going to go up or not. But at the same time, optics like now an established set. You know, it doesn't really matter what it looks like. It's going to sell, you know, it's, it's no different than if uh, Tesla comes out with a new vehicle. Like no one cares what it looks like. Teslas look like Mazdas. They're going to sell. And if you have a Mazda, no shade. I love Mazdas. But yeah, so like, so when he said that, I was just kind of like stuck, you know, I didn't type back right away. And I'm like, what does that have to do with, with anything? Like, you know, Optic is a good set. You've seen Optic move. You've seen Gary V you know, want to buy optic cards. You've seen my post on optic card. You're probably listening to this podcast because of my prediction of optic being the next big set. And he was like, yeah, I, I just buy prism, you know, prism safe, prism's cool. People like prism. And, you know, you probably can hear the frustration in my voice, but that response kind of annoyed me because he's not the first person to say that. I talked to a lot of you guys. A lot of you only buy prism. I try to sell cards sometimes. Oh, I'm only looking for prism. Why? Why are we only looking at Prism? Some of you are only looking at Prism PSA 10s. You don't even want to look at BGS. You don't want to look at SGC, just Prism PSA 10. That's what you know. That's what you stick with. I I just don't understand. 
look, when you're investing, you can't have like a collector's mindset. You can't just want pretty shiny cards. You know, I, I know it's easy to get caught up into that. I do it too. I have a couple national treasures cards. I have some, you know, select and prism gold cards probably would have been better off buying some of the base in terms of just like rate of return. But we kind of get into this collector mindset. You know, we want the rare cards. We want the cool cards. We want the clout. If you're a collector, that's not bad at all. But if you're here to make money, you have to let go of this whole, I only buy Prism or I only buy whatever. It's okay to have some standards. It's okay to establish some rules. But to only buy one set is, is just not smart. Let's take Giannis, for example. When I decided to put some money into him, I had a choice between his Prism PSA 10, which is going for like $800 to $1,000, or his uh, select BGS 9.5. And, you know, I went with the select. You know, I was thinking long-term. I uh, looked at the pop reports. Super rare card. Has the, you know, silver parallel uh, effect to it. Way more rare than the Prism PSA 10. And if Giannis blew up, say if Giannis won a championship or a two-time MVP or whatever, I know over time that that select's going to do a lot better than the Prism PSA 10. I don't care about what looks cool or you know, uh, what's going to get me more respect on, on Instagram or whatever. I care about dollars. I care about money. I care about making flips. It's not, it's not about, it's not about being sexy. It's not about being cool. It's not about only investing in prisms. You can say, Hey, I have 20 prisms. It's about putting your money where, where, you know, where it makes sense. Look at, look at Jason Tatum. People are talking about him being the next big thing. And I'm like, I kind of want to invest in Jason Tatum, but this year he hasn't shown me enough. Like, I see the potential, but I don't see the the dominance. And, you know, I was a little bit lofty on that. You know, I knew he was a good prospect, but I just didn't see like the hunger. I saw the opportunity, but I didn't see the hunger. And I didn't want to fully go into his prism card because it was kind of expensive. So I saw his optic cards going for like $10 to $15, PSA 10. I'm like, it literally cost as much to grade these cards. This makes sense. If Jason Tatum pans out, I'll be able to sell these at a really nice price point. If he doesn't, I can do like a $10 graded sale special and they'll probably still sell. I'll break even. You know, for me as an investor, that made sense. Now, I didn't know the optic was going to explode to the level that it did. I didn't think that I was going to be able to get 10x my investment on those cards in less than a year. But that's exactly what happened. And sometimes that's the benefit of buying these lesser known sets. People figure out things. They they start to dig and do information. And we start realizing like, oh, these are these are valuable too. You know, as an investor, we look at Prism as the, the top dog, but I mean, Immaculate's probably, you know, the top dog or, 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 or the, you know, National Treasures. You're likely going to be selling these cards back to collectors if you're a long-term holder. If you're holding these cards for like five or 10 years, you're going to be selling them to like somebody who's a big fan of Giannis. He's not going to just want 97 Prism cards. He's going to want whatever cards he can get on of his favorite player. You know, we're not the only people in this game. This isn't the stock market, you know, where we're just selling stocks to other investors. And we're selling collectibles. People actually want these cards. They want to display them. They want to show them off. You know, some person might want a, a shelf with 100 prism cards. And somebody might want a very diverse collection. And he might want to have the national treasures. He might want to have the select. He might want to get every card of his favorite player and do some crazy PSA 10 player collection hunt. You, you have to start thinking like that. So I just really wanted to share that. I wanted to share with you guys that there's other plays out here. Right now, me and my community, we're, we're going in hard on Select. We're looking at it. We're looking at some of the benefits to it. There's a lot of benefits to Select that just haven't come out yet. We're looking at the trends. We're looking at other sports. 
There's so many things to kind of pull and grab. Look, we, we have to understand that this market is, is, is new in this aspect of investing on, on, on this scale. We also have to understand that Panini is kind of a new, you know, brand when it comes to making, you know, sports cards. Yes, they've been out for a long time, but we've only seen these sets for like 10, less than 10 years. No one's established if Prism is the top dog or if Select's the top dog. I mean, I look at Select, it's far more expensive. You know, it's a hobby-only product, which may hold it back, but it's super expensive. You know, who's to say that Select won't be the top dog in a, in a couple years? We won't look at it as like the, the all-it-be-all. I mean, everybody wants the courtside cards now. That might push it to the top. Prism, on the other hand, they're starting to increase the population. It's becoming more of a uh, retail product. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot to think about. I, I just don't want you guys to get caught up in, in the collector mindset. It's something I always talk about. I don't want you to feel like you're you're the collector and you have to have this insane collection and things have to be pretty and super organized and well displayed. And look, if you're a collector, again, fine. You're here to make money. Think like an investor. When you're investing in stocks, you're not always going for the sexy blue chip stocks. Sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. You got to dig deep. You got to get like that stock that's buried down below. You got to you got to invest in GoPro or something, you know, something that's not doing too well. It's not always going to be Tesla, Apple, you know, Google or Alphabet, whatever it's called. You guys already know for me, I'm kind of phasing out of the prism optic, you know, uh, uh, category. Like, you know, I still buy them from time to time if it's a really good deal, but I'm, I'm really looking into like number cards. You know, if it's a number prism card, maybe like a blue or a red or, you know, whatever uh, color correlates to the to the team's jersey, that might be a play for me. You know, if it's a uh, optic, maybe I get the choice red or I get the blue. You know, I recently just sold one of my Michael Porter Jr. Um, hollow PSA 10s, which is a pretty rare card uh, given the pop report. And I picked up a PSA 10 uh, optic blue, number to 49. So I think I sold the hollow for around $220. And I bought the blue for 300. So for me, paying that extra $80 to have a card that was not only super limited in terms of its uh, print run, but also limited as well in terms of being a PSA 10. There's 32 of those hollow PSA 10s. I mean, the the number of graded PSA 10 hollows is almost the same, you know, uh, as the print run of that card. You know, there's only four PSA 10s of the blue number to 49. And I get that peace of mind that there's not going to be that many more because the card's already super limited and that, you know, I only pay $80 more for that card. So those are the kind of decisions that I'm looking at. I'm not saying Prism's a bad buy or, or grabbing a bulk of, of PSA 10 is a bad buy. Those are obviously great investments. I suggest those all the time. Again, I'm still buying a few of those. I'm just trying to open you guys' eyes up and show you that there's other cards to invest in. If you want a list of of my favorite sets or things that I'm looking at. Again, sign up for the newsletter. I'll probably send that out sometime this week to get you guys updated on that. That is gonna be for the premium subscribers only. So definitely check that out. I hope, you know, the, the guy that, you know, we have the discussion um, on Discord, you didn't you don't take this negatively. I'm just kind of using your situation to, to kind of, you know, open everybody's eyes and, you know, kind of highlight that there's other sets. So yeah, check me out for that newsletter that's coming out. The link's in the description. And I hope you guys are excited for two podcasts per week. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.